This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Now Skinner for Thompson over in that far corner off to the right of the Toronto net. Up top, Darlene. One-timer scores! Did that hit Alex, Alex Tuck in Tuck. front? Yep. Alex Tuck on the deflection and the Sabres continue to have answers here in Toronto. Lead at 5-4 to four with 7-12 to go in the third period. That is your game-winning goal, courtesy of Alex Tuck. The big blast from Darlene. It goes off Tuck and in. And the Sabres win it by a score of 6-4. to four. That's our NOCO play of the game, brought to you by NOCO, the official natural gas and electric supplier to the Buffalo Sabres. We welcome you to the Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show. Visit your local Upstate Honda Dealers today. I'm Brian Colziel. Really entertaining game. I Maybe, you know, it's... 12 games in, is that the most entertaining game of the year? I'll say yes. A 10-goal uh, game, six for the Sabres, four for the Leafs, back and forth. Some good stuff. Some of the league's best on display here tonight. Matthews doing his thing. He just continues to be amazing. Uh, but the Sabres get some goals. Look at who scores today for the Sabres. Paterka, Thompson, Skinner, Greenway, Tuck, Tuck, like, you know, I guess, you know, a little, not insulting Greenway here. These are the Sabres money men that are scoring. Paterka, Thompson, Skinner, and Tuck twice. And a real nice individual effort from Tuck on that empty netter as he intercepts the pass, then hits it to the board off, his, off, him, off uh, to himself, and then fights through uh, one of the check attempts from the Leafs and eventually gets home free into the empty net area to uh, put it home to seal it for the Sabres 6 to four victory. Okay, coming up here, we'll be heading to the locker room shortly at Scotiabank Arena. Paul Hamilton is uh, on his way to the Sabres dressing room, so we'll get some player reaction, I'm guessing, from a very happy Sabres dressing room. Uh, also, we'll have highlights. We'll have Paul's take. We'll have Don Granato's live postgame comments, and uh, we'll update you on the standings. Sabres, I can tell you, move into a tie with Toronto. They both have 12 points uh, after this win today as Buffalo is now 6-6 six and six on the season uh, with this win tonight. And, you know, I think overall, got to start with kind of what I was just talking about. Like, the big names stepped up today. And Thompson, Skinner, and Tuck, they were put together. little line juggling uh, before this game tonight because of the injury to Dylan Cousins, who's, by the way, day-to-day. And they had a very good performance, the three of them. Alex Tuck in front of the net. He gets that deflection on the game winner. Kyle Oposo was in front of the net on the Paterka goal that opened the scoring on the power play. Um, we see the net presence. Jordan Greenway scores, crashing to the net. He's the first to the rebound. 
So, I mean, I think the theme here that we heard from Don Granado last night was direct, direct, direct. Well, a lot of net presence, a lot of going to the net, a lot of crashing to the net, and uh, it worked, obviously, tonight. And for the Sabres, not, you know, not letting what you'd say is a, a below-average NHL goalie. You know, last night they let Urson get a win. Tonight, Wool Sabres got on him. 40 shots in the win, including 14 in the third in that 6-4 to four victory. Buffalo scoring three times in the third. Tuck the game winner, then he seals it into the empty net with 106 to go as uh, the Sabres pick up their sixth win of the season. Uh, they'll be at Carolina next. Tuesday night, 7 o'clock, we'll have it for you right here on the Sabres radio network. All right, we'll be uh, getting reaction from the locker room here in just a moment from Paul Hamilton as uh, the Sabres win this one in regulation by a 6-4 to four margin, uh, out shooting the Leafs 40-29. to 29. All right, Jeff Skinner's up first. Let's go live to Toronto with Paul. Jeff, a lot of good responses by your team there. You know, the Leafs would come back, but then you guys would come back almost right away. Uh, that had to be huge for you guys. Yeah, I think uh, obviously last night we didn't have a great game. We want to have a big response, and we played a pretty talented team. If um, if they get a chance or capitalize on opportunity, you want to come back and, and have a good response in game too. So um, there was a lot of good moments for us um, throughout that game, and. Um, uh, fortunately, we get the result we wanted. Don Granado said last night he wanted you guys to be more direct. Were you more direct in this game? Yeah, I think so. I mean, um, I think last game we, we had trouble sort of getting in the ozone and, and establishing sort of our game. In this game, we were able to create a little bit more opportunities. I think there's always room for improvement. We still want to work on some things, tweak some things, and, and get more comfortable um, creating opportunities for ourselves. But obviously... Tonight we got the result we wanted to take some good steps forward and uh, and we build off that. You helped Ryan Johnson get his first NHL point. Talk about that goal if you would. Yeah, just heads up play by him. Obviously, I um, I was able to sneak behind our D. Kind of, he's good for him to give me a, a nice hard flat pass and um, and then I go in and try and try and pick my spot and uh, yeah, happy happy for him, excited for him. This guy stuck around camp for a while. What stood out about his game? Which one? Oh, Who's Johnson. Oh yeah. Um, He's obviously a great skater. I think everyone sees that. Um, obviously, with seven guys back there, it's it's a little bit tough to get in a rhythm. I think, but obviously, it didn't phase him. I thought all all the D men back there played played real solid. Um, they've got some 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 offensive firepower, and we were, we were able to sort of uh, shut some plays down that uh, that we needed to in big moments. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's a good game for him. Thanks, Jeff Skinner, on the post game and. I have Tage Thompson speaking over here, so let's put a mic in here. Um, really happy for him, you know, come in uh, last minute, get the call to, to come up here, travel the day of the game, and then step in right away and, and make a big impact on the game is uh, something that's pretty tough to do, and I thought he did a great job. You guys turn around after last night, and a lot of lead changes in this game, back and forth, but what helped you guys just kind of finish this one off, even on a back-to-back? Yeah, I think we I think we knew we were going to come out on top. We were doing the right things all night. And obviously, they're a talented team, and um, they can put the puck in the net, but I thought we played a hard game. We didn't really give them a ton. Um, and then, obviously, we were able to capitalize on our chances just from playing a simple game, putting pucks behind them, making their D turn, goal get it, and I thought our forecheck was great tonight. We were in his five, um, you know, reloading, staying on top of their, their exits. And didn't really get free, free offense, so um, 
thought that was a, a solid effort by our group tonight and something we got to keep going forward. Cage on your shorthanded goal, was it just good anticipation by you? Um, I think, you know, obviously at pre-scout we knew what they were doing on the breakout and um, just kind of knew it was going to be in Marner's hands and they like to come up together and just try to get a stick in there and break up the pass and um, got lucky and got a clean clean stick and breakaway out of it. So, Thank you, Tate. Tate Thompson on the post game and Ryan Johnson speaking. I'll see if I can get a mic in on him. Thankful for the courage uh, to, you know, to try to shield it. I think, um, you know, that's kind of my style of game. I, I don't want to st- like throw it away, even though like throwing away would be probably work out. Um, but yeah, I, honestly, I didn't expect it that would open up. So um, it was, yeah, it's it cool it opened. <laughs> that opened. Did Jeff uh, give you a shout on that one that he was going up the wing, or did you just spot him? Yeah, I just saw him in my peripherals, and then I was like, okay, he's there. But then I still got to like gather the puck kind of and, and pass it so um yeah he was he did a good job presenting himself and just made this yeah not, not a crazy pass did you even have time to get nervous because you got here like what an hour or two before the game did you even have time to get nervous no no i i uh yeah that that's that helps i think not not thinking about it so much but honestly yeah i just i felt just super confident and i felt um you know god's with me and i I just should just trust in him. So that's that's the biggest like security for me on the ice at least is I can just play, um, just be myself and, and not worry about, you know, what's gonna happen and I loved how the team like welcomed me in and um, yeah, so I'm just thankful for the opportunity and God's peace. You you've probably dreamed about this your whole life. Was it what you thought it would be? Yeah. <laughs> I have that's so it's so true. It's my, my dream and my prayer when I was a young kid uh, to play in the NHL and Honestly, it hasn't really even settled in. Um, and I was thinking about it before the game. I'm like, man, I, this is what I, as a kid, I was praying for. I was, I was dreaming of this. And um, yeah, it was, it was just, it was really cool just to be out there. And I'm sure, it'll, um, I'm sure I'll get a lot of texts um, about the game. So those are usually fun to read. And then, um, yeah, no, ultimately, just thank God. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah, thank you. Ryan Johnson in the post game. I'll see if I can get a mic in here on Alex Tuck. Yeah, I think that was a big emphasis is starting well. I think that's something that we haven't, that we didn't do uh, against the last couple games against Philly, and uh, they came out really hot, and uh, they put us on their heels right away, especially last night, and we didn't want that to happen two nights in a row, and uh, that's just growing, growing experience, and, and I think... Uh, I see, see all the articles, and I, I don't read it too much, but you, sometimes I think uh, everyone forgets how young we are. We are the youngest team in the league still, and um, but you know what? That, that, that gives us a lot of uh, legs up on teams. we got a guy like RJ coming in, fresh legs. You know what? He's excited to play, makes a really good play, has a great pass, and assists in his first uh, NHL point, so it was huge. And Like I said, it took all 20 of us tonight, and uh, it's great. It's great, but we are learning as a team, and... Um, we're going to keep getting better. How about the work Levi did on the power play? I mean, he made like 12 or 13 saves. Yeah, no, it was great. You know what? Uh, I thought we did a, a good job keeping him on the outside a little bit too. I think that um, EJ does a great job leading our PK, and uh, we come in in between periods. We talk about it. We adjust. We uh, And we've had a lot of success on our PK, honestly, this year, and that's he's one of the reasons why. 
Um, and our assistant coach, Marty, too. He's done a really good job. He spent a lot of time this summer uh, figuring out what, what suited our team best. And so far, we've done a really good job. We want to continue that momentum. Obviously, we let one up on the, uh, uh, on the rush there, and we want to get that one back. But we'll learn from that, and uh, we'll be better next time. Don talked about being direct last night, and it's, you certainly guys were direct, both net front presence and shooting. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, obviously, I think we had almost 40 shots tonight, and uh, it, it was great. It was great to see. We wanted to get pucks on net. We wanted to get bodies on net, but I thought we really grinded them down below the goal line. I thought that was a really big key to our success, and then that was able to open up our point, and we got shots from there. So I, I think that was really good. Like I said, it took all 20 of us, and uh, when we were on the ice, it was all five guys forechecking, all five guys backchecking, and, uh, and all six guys keeping it out of the net tonight. So obviously we let up four goals, but it's a high-powered offense over there, and the game got opened up at times, but we pulled away with a win, and that's all that matters. Obviously you guys came out on top tonight, and you, like you said, there are benefits to fresh legs, but sometimes when you have so many call-ups and plugging new guys in, can that make it hard to stick to a unified game? No, I think we've done a really good job ever since the started training camp of, of bringing these guys in, whoever was potentially going to be called up or a young guy coming in the organization uh, and really integrating them right away into our group, both on and off the ice. I think RJ can probably speak for it. He was probably pretty comfortable coming into this locker room and, um, and being with us. And uh, we, we just want him to go out there and have fun and play his game. Got a nice little rookie lap out there. Had the flow going, so it's really good to see. So I hope he had fun out there. He looked really good, really confident and calm. So that's what we need from a guy coming in in the back end. He's only, what, 22 years old. So he's got the uh, he's got no pressure now. But, uh, no, he's really good tonight. And your second goal, just uh, empty netter. But, I mean, a lot of work put in. Just what kind of happened on that play? Well, first of all, it was a really good change by JJ. I thought we had a tired group out there, and he was able to uh, kind of force them to regroup it a little deeper. And then he sprinted off the ice, which gave me time to jump on the ice and not be too far out of position. Uh, and then we just had a really good, uh, we did a really good job locking it down. And I just, I saw Klinberg. I know that he likes to, to shoot pucks from the top and, and get some bodies in front. And I was able to just step in into the lane. And uh, I think they were a little tired too out there, their group as well. They're up, they've been out there for a minute. So I thought I was being the only guy with fresh legs out there. I'd be able to kind of outskate him if I got the puck out of the zone. Alex, what do you think of the way Cage is killing penalties this year? Oh, he's unbelievable. Obviously, he's got uh, he's got a lot of skill. Now he's putting it defensively. I think it's been huge, and not only PK but five on five and uh, having a really good stick and um, being able to disrupt stuff. And you saw uh, obviously um, on the PK forecheck, it was an unbelievable play. I mean, when you make when you steal a park from Marner and Matthews and go down and score, I mean that's something to be said right there. And um, to be able to do it man down is huge as well. So. Uh, I think he's taken huge steps in his defensive game. And um, the PK, like I said, it, it all starts with DJ, but I, I think a lot of guys, especially him, who have stepped up this year and really been a huge asset for us in the PK. Alex Tuck on post game. Brian, back to you. Okay, Paul, we heard from Alex Tuck. We heard from Ryan Johnson. We heard from Tage Thompson. We heard from Jeff Skinner. All of those interviews, they are part of our Blue and Gold Locker Reports brought to you by Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center. Early detection of cancer is our goal. Get in the game at roswellpark.org. Brian Colsey with you here following a 6-4 to four Buffalo victory. This is the Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show. Visit your local Upstate Honda Dealers today. Okay, great job there from Paul. So we heard from four players. Ryan Johnson, who got his first NHL point. Congratulations to him. Alex Tuck got the game winner, also got the empty netter to seal it. Thompson and Skinner, some of the other Buffalo goal scorers in there as well. And... You know, let's start with just some of the comments that we heard um, about Ryan Johnson. Obviously, all three players, uh, the other three players, were all asked about him. Um, I think 
you know, Tuck says that he comes out there. He's got the good flow going right right away. But um, a good point. He didn't have a, a lot of opportunity to maybe get into the flow of the game because there was 7D. And he didn't play a ton of minutes early on in the game. Johnson ends up at the end of the night playing 8 minutes and 20 seconds. So, you know, for the first night, they're easing him into it. But not only does Johnson get an assist, but he's credited for four block shots, which is number one amongst the Sabres tonight. So not only did he make a great pass to set up a goal, but defensively getting it done with four block shots in this game. Skinner himself, too, you know, just said, look, you know, you got to make yourself available. That's one thing that Skinner, I think, does a really, really good job of. Um, the angles that he allows for players to kind of set him up to get scoring opportunities, he seems to be able to kind of just, you know, that's what goal scorers do, right? It's what do you do when you don't have the puck? They seem to be in the right spot to find those lanes, find that space where you can make yourself available. And Johnson saw him up there and obviously made a, a gorgeous pass uh, on that play, and then a nice slap shot from Skinner, uh, which gave Buffalo a 3-2 lead uh, going into the second intermission. I mean, Matthews is amazing. He's going to do that. He leads the league in goals. He's got 11. That's his third hat-trick of the season, by the way. The first two games of the season, he went hat-trick, hat-trick, and got one tonight. I mean, for Buffalo, you got to feel pretty good. If Austin Matthews gets a hat-trick, most teams, if not all teams, you're losing. And the Sabres were able to figure out a way to stay with it. And the quick response, um, you know, when Toronto scored early, Sabres were able to answer it just a few minutes later. Then when Matthews scored his second, uh, sorry, his first goal, Skinner answers 34 seconds later. Good response all night. Don Granato's ready. Let's go to Paul Hamilton live. Don, it seemed like every time he got down, you, you guys, uh, or even got even, rather, you had a response every time, and, and that had to be gratifying. It, it certainly was. Uh, the, the, they were dialed in. They were focused. And uh, the, the feeling on the bench with those guys, what they were going to do it, they were determined to, to, to get back out and get after it, and it worked out. Six goals and 40 shots. Was that just a reflection of what you said about being more direct and going in the net and putting pucks in the It net? was a reflection of a lot of anger, Mike. So, yeah, I, I think, uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm not speaking just for myself. Um, I think the room took it to heart. They're, 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 they were disappointed below their standard, and um, they, they rose to it tonight. How, how good does it feel for Alex? I mean, one goal until seven minutes ago in the third period for the whole season, he gets two right there to win the game. We had a lot of guys that were great tonight. Alex certainly was one of them. J.J. I thought was outstanding. Uh, Greenway stood out too. Big shorthanded goal by Thompson. But, but it is uh, the first night you got a feeling of Alex Tuck finally getting to be Alex Tuck, you know, finally getting to his game um, and, and asserting some dominance in, in moments and, uh, you know, certainly going the right direction. So we look forward to having him get back to that. What went into the decision to have uh, 11 forwards and seven defensemen? Just a bit of time. Bryson hasn't played much. Um, you know, Samuelson is a big, I mean, he's a high, high-minute guy, especially in this game. So it just gave us more options to read as the game went along uh, because of the absence of Samuelson. It's just a big, big void. Um, and, and you saw it tonight, obviously, uh, you know, their big guys scored, and, and those are the minutes Samuelson would would inherit. And, uh, you know, there was some adjusting on the fly in, in regard.
What did you think of the pass Ryan Johnson made in that spot to make that kind of play? He, he you know, you could see the entire play, the body language. He he knew somebody was open. He knew he could get the puck there. It was obviously tape to tape. Um, so very big goal uh, and a big moment. What did you think of Devin? Just he, he seemed to settle in early. He made some big saves at the power play. I know he gave up four goals, but he seemed to be pretty in tune for two weeks off. He, he was he was good. I mean, that's a that's a team that puts pucks to the net and and bodies to the net fast on you, especially the power play. They they don't waste any time getting it to the net with guys crashing. So he he dealt with a lot of traffic. He was very I thought very well prepared for it, um, and and was key. What's JJ? In what ways have you seen him grow this year early on? He made more simple plays, and I think he had a goal and an assist just doing simple things prior. Laying a puck. You, know, you can put a puck behind a defenseman. I think the, the Greenway goal, he did that you know, late in the game. But it's, it's more than dumping a puck. That's, that's a play. Uh, it, a lot of guys dump it, and it's to the other team, to the other goalie. So he actually made plays behind their defenseman. Uh, with skill and, and where we could get and retrieve a puck. We could get it back or pressure it, you know, with greater intensity. And, um, you know, if he can add that to his game, uh, that, that's, that's experience. That's gained experience. And he was exceptional at that tonight, uh, the best I've seen him yet. What is the word on Dylan Cousins? Uh, you know, very positive news and feel this morning. So we didn't know, obviously, uh, we left him back after the game. Um, but uh, with Samuelson to get looked after this morning, and both guys came back with real good news. So, you know, we were going to hold him out based on what we learned after the game, how he was feeling. And uh, today he felt uh, pretty pretty close to normal, if not normal. I don't I don't have the final on it, but we were texting back and forth during the day. And I did talk to him on the phone quick. He sounds great. Don Granado on the post game. Brian, back to you. All right, there's Sabres head coach Don Granado, and uh, that update on Dylan Cousins saying that he felt. Pretty close to normal. That's good news. We'll make that our injury report brought to you by Losi and Ganji, Buffalo's workers' compensation and personal injury attorneys working hard for hardworking Western New Yorkers. 6-4, Buffalo victorious tonight as they get a win in a tough place to play on a Saturday night in Toronto. Let's go back to Scotiabank Arena, get Paul Hamilton's take here. On uh, Paula, I would say a very exciting game to watch. And in terms of effort and energy and drive to the net and how the Sabres want to play, that was as good as they've done this year, I think. Yeah, I, it was a very entertaining game. Kind of the way we talked about the Devil game was very entertaining, too. But, uh, you know, a lot of goals and sometimes mistakes lead to goals, but th- that's fine. I mean, the thing that you really, really have to like is the response. All right, Leafs tie it. Or, and with, very quickly... In almost every case, the Sabres take the lead again. And that's huge. That really is huge when you're able to, okay, it happened. It's in our net. What are we going to do about it? And that's the thing. What is your response to a mistake? And the response was great, like each and every time. And I, and I think they deserve credit for that. They, What did we talk about in the pregame show, how it's been, what, four games since they had that 40-shot game and that 37-shot game, and their shots were in the mid to low 20s after that. Well, Don Granato, after the game, wanted them to be more direct. He wanted a shooting mentality. That's exactly what he got in this game. He wanted guys at the net. That's exactly what he got in this game. You know, his guys at the net. And look at the goal Tuck scored. It wasn't pretty, but why did he score it? Because he's standing there at the net. 
And those are the types of goals you're going to get if you're willing to be there. Paul Hamilton in Toronto. Sabres victorious by a 6-4 to four margin. Uh, Paul, Devin Levi getting his first action in a few weeks. Uh, and he obviously faces one of the best offenses in the NHL. How do you think he handled the whole night now? Yeah, uh, he did. I mean, uh, yeah, he, he they scored on him from in front. And some people might say, well, you need a save there. It's also a guy who has 11 goals in 11 games in Austin Matthews, uh, who, who's being left alone there. And uh, you might say, well, you want to save on a breakaway, but that's also Mitch Marner that's coming in on the breakaway. Um, but in the beginning, when the Leafs were on the power play, they had seven shots. Five of them were on the power play, and they were all grade-A phenomenal chances. Nylander in front, Tavares in front, uh, Matthews there. I mean, and he was making save after save. I mean, you, you've heard the old saying, your goaltender has to be your best penalty killer. Absolutely, he was their best penalty killer there. And the thing was, is if you keep giving that power play the chances, they're going to score, and they finally did. Uh, you know, did get a power play goal, but... Uh, Boy, Levi, especially shorthand, was phenomenal. Paul, again tonight. I know the Leafs score on the penalty kill, uh, score one on the power play, but again, the penalty kill through the most of the game did a good job. And afterwards, you know, we heard them talk about that Eric Johnson should get a ton of credit for that. So that, this is not the first time he's been complimented by teammates, uh, and now talking about how he's they've you know he's really given a lot of credit to that penalty kill tonight, obviously facing a real tall task with Toronto's power play. Well, forget about the empty netter. They basically won this game by a goal. What did they do? They won the special teams battle by a goal. Yeah. Uh, both teams had a power play goal, and Buffalo had a shorthanded goal. And when you win the special teams battle, you have a very good chance of winning a hockey game. And they won the special teams battle both on the penalty kill and on the power play. And, uh, you know, it they, they, turns out that it wins them a hockey game. And they'll win if they get the power play rolling, and they scored one in this game. They also didn't score on a, a long five-on-three and, quite honestly, didn't even have a good scoring chance. Uh, yeah, Thompson had a couple of one-timers, but uh, Wall was over there and made the save easily. He, he, he was on it, anticipated it. There was, there was no question. He read it. So they really didn't get any scoring chances, but yet they did wind up with a power play goal. And if that power play ever does get rolling, they're, they're going to be a much better team. For sure. Paul, great work tonight, start to finish. Appreciate it. Have a safe trip home. And uh, Tuesday, the Sabres will be in Carolina. That's when we'll speak with you next. Sounds good. Take care, guys. Okay, great. Paul Hamilton at Scotiabank Arena, where the Sabres get it done by a score of 6-4. to four. Three stars. Tough to pick in this one. Uh, Paterka, star number three. I like that selection. I thought he was very, very good tonight. Gets a power play goal to get Buffalo on the board in the first. Austin Matthews, definitely got to give him a star tonight. He gets the hat trick, his third hat trick of the season, star number two. And Alex Tuck, game winner and then game sealer with the empty netter. Two goals and an assist, star number one. Alex Tuck tonight is our electric player of the game, brought to you by Town Ford. When you think of Ford, think of Town Ford. 6-4, Sabres win it. Carolina is next on Tuesday. For all of our local affiliates, at this time, we're going to say goodnight to you. If you want to keep listening, go to WGR550.com or in on the Odyssey app. For all of you on WGR on our flagship station, more postgame coming up. Going to get you highlights, scores from around the league, standings update, your phone calls if you 
Want to jump in? Now's the time to do it. 803-0550 is the number. Final score from Toronto is the Sabres 6 and the Maple Leafs 4. I'm Brian Colziel. This is the Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show on the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. has been a presentation of odyssey sports for even more coverage of your team download the free odyssey app and listen to your favorite stations shows and podcasts lean under near circle matthews far side oh what a save by levi he slid over to the far post he doesn't have a stick any longer as a pass back to nylander he can't settle with eight seconds. Now Nylander turns to face the goal. Marner looking for Matthews, and they can't connect on that one. Dan Dunleavy on the call with our save of the game there, courtesy of Devin Levi. 29 shots. He makes 25 saves. That one's the save of the game, brought to you by your Upstate Honda dealers. To see the exciting all-new Honda lineup, visit your local Upstate Honda dealer today. Welcome back to the Upstate Honda dealers postgame show. Brian Colesdale with you. It is a 6-4 Buffalo victory. Let's continue now with the highlights, and we're going to pick it up with the Sabres down one to nothing. Mitch Marner getting Toronto on the board first, but about four minutes later, the Sabres respond on the power play with J.J. Paterka. Up top, Krebs in the middle. There's a shot for Victor Olofsson from the right circle. Just missed. Power. Paterka scores! J.J. Paterka! On the power play, has tied the game at one. Turkish fifth from Power and Krebs. 16-13 mark of the first period. 1-1 game there. That's where we stood after one. Into the second, Buffalo grabbing its first lead. Shorthanded, it's Tage Thompson. No Sabres there. And luckily for Wall, not a Leaf skater that wasn't ready for that going off the back of the boot either. Good play by Thompson. He's going to have a partial breakaway. Thompson takes the shot. Scores! Saved at first, but Thompson stuck with it. And TNT has put Toronto down by one as the Sabres with a shorthanded goal. That's his second shorthanded goal of the year. Thompson, two to one. Sixth, sixth overall for Thompson. 628 into the second. Shorthanded Buffalo up 2-1. to one. Matthews gets the first of his three then on the power play for the Leafs. Tied up at two at 11:22, but 34 seconds later, Buffalo with a quick response and a goal that Ryan Johnson will never forget. He finds Jeff Skinner. Down the left side, trying to center it. That is knocked down. Ryan Johnson quickly up for Skinner. Skinner down the left side, winds and fires, scores! Jeff Skinner blasts that one by Wool, and how about Johnson with the pass? Yeah, what a pass from Johnson. Skinner's sixth, a slap shot at 11.56. 3-2 Buffalo, the first NHL point for Ryan Johnson. Congratulations to him. The Sabres led 3-2 after two. We go to the third, 17 seconds in. Matthews gets his second. He's all alone. His 10th of the year for Marner made it a 3-3 game, but at 3-11, Buffalo grabbing the lead, courtesy of Jordan Greenway. Trying to play it down to the corner and use his speed, but he did not get it past completely. Brody now Paterka has it in front. What a save by Will. Rebound, they score. Greenway jumps on the loose puck. 
And the Sabres are back on top, leading it 4-3. 16-49 to go in the third period. Greenway second for Paterka and Middlestad, and Greenway crashing the net, doing what he does best, not only finishing there, but he was physical all night long. Out of all the players in both teams, he led the game in hits with six. Those six hits, we're going to call those our Clinton collisions, hits of the game. Clinton collision, we are there when you need a repair. So Greenway scoring and hitting and giving Buffalo a 4-3 lead. Matthews then gets his third on a tip in front at 726, his 11th of the year, third hat trick of the season. That made it a 4-4 game at that point. But then we get the game winner right here, a big blast from Darlene going off of Tuck and in to give Buffalo the 5-4 edge. Now Skinner for Thompson over in that far corner off to the right of the Toronto net. Up top, Darlene, one-timer scores! Did that hit Alex, Alex Tuck in Tuck. front? Yep. Alex Tuck on the deflection, and the Sabres continue to have answers here in Toronto, lead at 5-4 with 7-12 to go in the third period. The big blast goes off of Tuck's body and in for his second of the season. Darlene and Clifton assisting 5-4 Buffalo. That was your game-winning goal, and for good measure, Tuck sealing it into the effort, into the empty net on a real high-effort play. Up top to Klingberg. Here comes the shot. That's blocked. Sabres try to fight it out. Alex Tuck gets it to center. Fighting for the puck. Alex Tuck's got an empty net. Scores! What a way to cap it off for Alex Tuck with 106 to go. Tuck second of the night, third of the year, unassisted empty netter. Six to four, Buffalo. Those are your highlights. Let's get to final stats. And now brought to you by Level Financial Advisors, helping you retire better. Visit levelfa.com. Final shot totals. Buffalo, now they've added another one to their total. 41 shots in the game. Toronto, 29. It was 15 to 6 Sabres in the third. Both teams go one for four on the power play, but as Paul mentioned, Sabres won the special teams battle because they had a shorthanded goal courtesy of Thompson. Devin Levi gets the win. He improves to two and three on the season, 25 saves on the 29 shots. Joseph Wall, the loss, he led in five on 40. He made 35 saves. The 41st shot, of course, going into the empty net. Three stars, Paterka, star three, Matthews, star two, Tuck, star one in front of 18,902 at Scotiabank Arena. The Sabres will next play Tuesday, 7 o'clock in Raleigh against the Hurricanes. We'll have the pregame at 6 right here on the Sabres radio network. All right, let's grab some phone calls here, 803-0550. We're going to start things off with Brian in Williamsville. Hi, Brian. Go ahead. You're on the postgame. Yeah, I wanted to just say the big boys showed up tonight. It was good to see that along with the special team chipping on in. And, again, they did a very good job in the third period capitalizing there. And I thought um, the goalie stood on his head when called upon. Thank you very much, Brian. I think Levi was excellent during the Leafs penalty or during their power play opportunities. Uh, I know even in the first period, I mean, that first power play the Leafs get, Nylander has a point-blank chance. Then Tavares follows it up, and uh, Levi was good. And then late in the first, a monster save on Matthews while Buffalo shorthanded when Thompson was in the box for a second penalty of the period. So, yeah, I thought Levi was excellent in that play. Yeah, and the big guns showed up. I mean, if, you know, we looked to Thompson, we looked to Skinner, Tuck, Paterka. Those are the guys that are scoring. They all came through big tonight, uh, getting goals 
uh, for the Sabres in this 6-4 to victory. All right, we'll take our final timeout. When we come back, we'll get Derek scores and then update you on the standings. Where do the Sabres sit after this win today? Preview of the Carolina game. That's still to come here. Final score, Buffalo 6, Toronto 4. You're listening to the Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show. Visit your local Upstate Honda Dealers today. More right after this on the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. Sends it in for Bertuzzi out front. What a challenge by Levi as he pushed out to make the save on Yarncrook right in front. And on top of the blue paint. Another save there from Devin Levi with Dan Dunleavy on the call. As we bring it back here on the Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show. 6-4 Buffalo. Let's get more thoughts from the fans uh, via the tweet here. You can always send me your thoughts on Twitter at BrianWGR. Uh, let's get in some thoughts here. Uh, John says, uh, in response to Tuck saying that the PK success can be credited to Eric Johnson, uh, Nick, uh, John says, told you my man EJ wasn't getting enough credit. Uh, yep, it uh, has been very, very good this year for sure. Nick says, how about they play with that anger every night, Donnie? Well, Granado saying that they had a lot of anger. Tonight's difference was a reflection of a lot of anger, and the room took it to heart. I think... It's a fair point. There's too much inconsistency with the, the energy and the start of the game. Look at it's hockey. It's 82 nights. They're not robots. I can't expect them to just be, you know, what is it? You know, full throttle on every single shift, every single game. Like, they're just, they're human beings. It's just not going to happen. However, the start of the games just being so lackluster in terms of not, you know, quote, not being ready to play like that. Just that should not happen. They're not inexperienced anymore. They're not playing a new system. They're not under a new head coach. Uh, even though they're young, they've got a lot of game experience coming out to the coming out to start the game stronger and playing their brand of hockey earlier has to be to me, I think, improved regardless of you know what we're seeing with this with this record and with it, it's just it's too yo-yo-y. It's up and down. Just we've got to see better starts. I think from this team for sure. Um, okay, Michael says Ryan Johnson's ready. He's the most def- he's the most steady defensive guy. Yeah, there were times tonight where you know we know Ross Vastalin, the Sabers' best player. He at times out of position or you know he takes some gambles here and there. We know Dalene's going to do that every night. But uh, I think one thing that you got to give Granado a little credit for. He says, go with 7-D tonight because Sandelson just takes up so many minutes. You know maybe Johnson in his debut is not going to play a ton. You know Bryson, they don't want to have play a ton. So I think that worked out pretty well. As we look at the minutes tonight, Darlene plays 24-46, power 24-07. That led the way amongst the D. Johnson played 8-20, Clifton 19-06, uh, Bryson was 627, uh, Yoki Haru 1714, and Johnson 1623. So kind of spread out the way you'd think. Darlene and Power are going to carry the load. Uh, then, you know, Johnson and Yoki Haru in that uh, kind of next group there with Clifton, and then, you know, Bryson and Johnson, uh, Ryan Johnson uh, kind of toward the back end of those minutes. But Ryan Johnson handled himself well, for sure. So kudos to him on a good start there. Thanks for the tweets. Thanks for the calls last segment. Uh, that's our Serve Pro first response from the fans. 
Serve Pro of Central Buffalo's team, Luzzy, responds first and faster to any size disaster. All right, so the Sabres win in regulation. What does that mean for the standings? Well, let's find out what happened in the rest of the games, and then we will let you know what the Atlantic division looks like. First, though, around the NHL one more time. Here's Derek Kramer. Thanks, Brian. And as always, it's brought to you by Alex's Place in Batavia. Ah, man, now I want ribs. Plenty of action still going on here today as the Rangers in the wild look like they're poised for overtime. 19 seconds left in the third period. It's tied at four. Stars and Canucks, that one's scoreless here in the first period. Same thing going for the Golden Knights and the Avalanche. First period hockey still going on in Seattle. The Kraken up 1-0 on the Flames. Meanwhile, in the first period, it's 2-0 Penguins on the winless Sharks so far this season. Earlier today, the Predators, 5-2 winners over the Edmonton Oilers. The Jets, 5-3 winners over Arizona. And the other games that had finished off tonight, the Lightning, 6-4 winners over the Senators. Braden Point with a hat-trick in this one for Tampa Bay. The first regulation loss for the Boston Bruins, Detroit handing Boston a 5-4 loss after a three-goal third period to take the victory there for the Red Rings. Meanwhile, the Capitals, 2-1 winners over Columbus. St. Louis doubling up the Canadians, 6-3. The Kings blanking the Flyers, 5-0. It took overtime for the Hurricanes to defeat the Islanders. That one a score of 4-3. And Connor Bedard scoring his fifth goal of the season, a 5-2 win for the Chicago Blackhawks over the Florida Panthers. Meanwhile, AHL action, the Rochester Americans survive a collapse. They win in a shootout against Syracuse 5-4. All right, Derek, thank you very much. Almost similar score with our game in Toronto, 6-4. Buffalo victorious, not needing overtime or a shootout, though, like the Amherst did, uh, as Buffalo wins in regulation, and that is two points for them and no for the Leafs. So what does that mean in terms of the standings? Well, uh, with all those East games now pretty much in the books, as you heard there. Here's how the Atlantic looks. Boston in first with 19 after that rare loss, their first regulation loss. Detroit now in second with 15. Tampa is in third with 13. The Maple Leafs, Canadiens, and Sabres are all tied for what would be the last team in right now with 12 points. Florida is one back of Buffalo with 11. Ottawa with eight. So that's your Atlantic. But uh, right now, the you know we always got to judge. Where are they in the wild card race, right? Uh, they're tied with Toronto and Montreal. 12, 12, and 12. Those, so they're, it's a four-way, or sorry, three-way tie for fourth in the Atlantic and a three-way tie for what would be wild card number two right now uh, in the east in the what would be the standings of the playoffs there. Yep. Rangers leading the Metro. And they're going to lose Adam Fox for quite a while, but they've won six straight games. Uh, so they're off to a good start as well. Pittsburgh, maybe finally this is the year that they just fall off. They're three and six, six points, dead last overall in the entire Eastern Conference. So we'd like maybe be nice to see Pittsburgh not be there. Washington, are they going to fall off? I think the Caps are going to fall off too. We know for a long time the East was like Pittsburgh, Washington. They were the, the best two teams and uh, maybe this will be the year that they end up both missing the postseason. But a lot of hockey to go, obviously. The Sabres are through 12 games of the 82, so still 70 more to play. What's the next one? Well, it's Carolina in Raleigh on Tuesday. 7 o'clock, we'll have the game for you with pregame at 6. 
right here on the Sabres Radio Network. And with that, we're going to say goodnight to you. Put a wrap here on our Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show. want to thank our crew, TJ Luckman, our network producer, Kyle Powell on our social media, Derek Kramer on our anchor, and Tom Eddy, our engineer, Paul Hamilton, our reporter, our game announcers, Dan Dunleavy and Rob Ray. And I'm Brian Colziel. Thank you for listening. The final again from Toronto. Sabres 4, Maple Leaf. sorry, Sabres 6, Maple Leafs 4. Talk to you on Tuesday night. Sabres and Hurricanes, don't forget, push your clocks back. Get an extra hour of sleep tonight. It's going to be dark, though, at like 4.30. Hate that. Nevertheless, enjoy the Bills game tomorrow night as well. And uh, we will, of course, talk to you on Tuesday with Sabres and Hurricanes right here on the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. Good night, everyone. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.